Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Roman Reigns, WWE Universal Champion. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. This is August 30th. We're here to talk WWE Payback, and we have a special guest with us. The one, the only, the person who is like 0-2, 0-3 against me at WrestleMania. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's Alex, Queen of the Ring. How you doing? Wow. I'm doing great. And to think I was going to be nice to you on your birthday. Wow. Maybe mute your phone, you amateur. (laughs) What are you doing? I thought I did. Well, we're we're here to talk about payback. We were just talking about how overjoyed we were about the runtime of this show. Uh, It was a blast. I thought this was another strong WWE pay-per-view a week after they had one. What did you think of the show in general? I was surprised of how good it was. But then again, they've done pretty good shows when they have only a week to book it. Uh, But it was good. Again, agree with you. The runtime, love it because we are way too old to be staying up till midnight. Yes. Yes. Uh, By the way, guys. A lot of surprising finishes and a lot of stars were made tonight for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, By the way, guys, if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash Fightful really at all, Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. It really helps us. But we are on podcast platforms everywhere. And if you wonder where you can find it at all times, FightfulPods.com. You can stream it, download it, watch it on video. But we've got some super chats. Reminder, guys, donate a super chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. Even if it's Queen Hannah saying, I love my Queen (laughs) Alex. And, Hi, Ro- <laughs> and Rob Reed saying hashtag QTQ. Yep, it's the new movement. Uh, but but <laughs> some people spent their hard-earned money to wish me happy birthday. Anakin oh. JMT says happy birthday, Dong Lord. Singer Vampire says happy birthday, <laughs> SRS. Good luck with the show. J.K. Schwal says happy or honored to share a birthday with the Dong Lord. That's right. That's happy right. Birthday. And Anakin JMT reminds us, remember, Sean, a $300 super chat and two batches of cookies from me if you don't swear tonight. 
it is so ingrained in my nature to curse. I, <laughs> I have a shirt that is based off of the F word. Uh, it's a little tough for me, Alex. It's also, I can't, I can't promise any curses either. Yeah. I'm also, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. I curse all the That's time. Like I just, it's in my blood. <laughs> That's a good point. Sorry. Liam Moore says, happy birthday, SRS. Good to see Jimmy finally su- supporting the FTF movement. Brilliant show. Shorter pay-per-views are the way forward. Now, mm-hmm. before we get into this show in general, there's something I want to talk about that we didn't see. No retribution tonight. There has not been any retribution on shows in which Roman Reigns has appeared on. Do you think that's a coincidence? Oh, I didn't even put that together. That's why I get paid mm. the, the mediocre bucks. That's true, and that's why I just got monetized. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> ooh. I I always thought that retribution was just a collective of NXT. Like, just Probably. someone pointed out that it might just be Wade Barrett's new nexus, oh, maybe, okay. possibly. Possibly. That would, that would be an interesting approach because he's got a little bit of experience there. He could mm-hmm. be the mouthpiece for that. Mm-hmm. That would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, we have a couple more Super Chats before we get into the review. Uh, Michael Esquivel says, happy birthday, Sean. Hope you had a great day. I did. I got to go hiking. It was pretty cool. Uh, but we kicked off this show with the ninth match in the Riot Squad Iconics feud. And I got to say, this is probably my favorite of that because they both had really awesome gear. Uh, mm-hmm. Riot Squad got new gear. They ain't splitting up. <laughs> no, they're not splitting up anytime soon. And they did a very good job yep. working together. And there was a little tip, a little mm-hmm. maybe something, something. But we've seen that. We've seen that. They're probably not going to get split up. And they shouldn't. They're doing well together. They're always such a good team, the Riot Squad. And this was a good match between them. Yeah, I thought so, too. Uh, I I don't need nine matches between them, but this was still a solid match. Uh, I thought that the Iconics, they look like stars every time they walk out there. And they've got, like, that collared gear that Mm -hmm. just, it it looks different, and it looks really good. Billy Kay tries to convince Liv that Ruby hit her. I did think they milked that a little bit too much, but it was still pretty good. Uh, A conflicted Liv Morgan tagged herself in. She's got a nice hot tag, but... She was off a little bit. She slipped on the second rope, and I thought that she made up for it by stomping (laughs) Peyton Royce's shoulder into the mat. I thought Peyton was a goner there. Did you see how much Peyton was just screaming in agony? Yeah, I thought that was real. I did too. (laughs) I thought thought that was real. I was concerned for her. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. no. Then she got right back up, and she she was into it. So I was like, all right, where's the harm there? That's fine. So hopefully everything checks out. Uh, Iconics do their finish, but Liv breaks it up, runs wild, and they do a code breaker into a riot kick, and the Riot Squad wins. Riot Squad have quietly won like three matches in the last month. Ruby has quietly won like five matches since July 20th. This is a far cry from where we saw them just a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, that's the thing with the Iconics and the Riot Squad. They are, there's a few tag teams that are legitimate in that company. And Riot Squad and Iconics, they should just be going after the titles. But, I mean, we'll get to it in a second. That match was pretty good. But yeah, I think that I agree with you. I don't need to see nine more matches with them. Yes. We've seen it already. We know that they're good. They have, they put on great matches. 
but it's it is exciting to see where the riot squad will end up especially with this win and especially after during the pre-show when they were by the table and they were ruby was trying to convince Liv that they were just trying to get at them and just messing with their heads it's interesting to see where they're gonna go yeah i hope one of them goes to smackdown one of the teams rather Mm -hmm. because it's it's that street profits viking raiders situation where i don't ever want to see them wrestle again like not for five years i don't want to see them wrestle each other again mm-hmm. new day and usos i mean i feel like that but then every time i see them in the ring i'm like damn this is a really good match um we have rob reed he says happy birthday sean sorry about the confusion over the super kick joke earlier it's just wrestling talk it ain't that serious my friend but bobby lashley got some serious gold he won the u.s championship beat apollo mm-hmm. cruz I thought this was pretty solid, too. The story set up for this was that Apollo wanted to hold on to this title because otherwise he was probably going back to catering. And I like that. He even said, mm-hmm. yeah, I do want to keep this title because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. So I thought that was was ample motivation for this. And Lashley has been built so effectively over the last few months and been made a contender. I thought this was it was a pretty good setup. Yeah, and I really like him teamed up with uh, MVP. MVP's great as a manager. Um, I'm still, I don't know what Shelton Benjamin brings to it. Experience. But I guess, I guess I it mean, is. they're all like 45 <laughs> years old, so I don't this know how much more <laughs> This is true. This is true. But, uh, yeah, that was an okay match. I thought that match was all right. One takeaway from this show. If I'm Montez Ford, I'm asking a bunch of people to not do my finish anymore. Everybody's <laughs> using the frog splash. All due respect to Apollo Crews, that guy is athletic enough to do something else. I get Dom using it because of the Eddie connection. Mm-hmm. I kind of get Sasha using it because of the Eddie connection. But how about, like, Sasha could do the three amigos. She could do mm-hmm. something else. Like, so could Dominic. Dominic could do something else. Nobody does that frog splash better than Montez Ford. I have never in my life seen somebody do it better than Montez Ford. So if I were an agent putting these matches together, I'd say, hey, let's let's hold off on the frog splash for a while. There was four? Yeah. How many frog splashes were there on their card? Four, and four. Montez like wasn't one of them. Exactly. He wasn't even on this show. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah, very. Uh, I, I did like Shelton and MVP dressed in suits. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite spots, Lashley does that that flatliner where he launches people up and drops them down. He did that to Apollo, but he flung him over the rope. He used the environment all over the place. So mm. uh, Apollo got hung up on the rope. He did like a – a lot of people call it a ring post F5, but it's – he just runs him full speed into it. The The spots that Lashley's doing these days, his offense is off the charts. Like he's doing some really good stuff. What stood out to you about this match? Anything you particularly liked or didn't like? I I honestly, I think MVP stood out for me. In the beginning, uh, when they were backstage showing the the promo from earlier during the show, uh, I really just, I like MVP. I also agree with you. Lashley deserved the win. He's been very good with his offense. I don't think really anything really stood out for me during this match, though. I liked it. I liked this match. It was match. good. It's not to say that it was bad. It was yeah. all right. I thought it was another pretty solid match. What I didn't like 
was after Lashley worked over the midsection of Apollo. Apollo does a crossbody and, and a frog splash. And I'm like, wait, why, <laughs> why do you do that after that? That's so weird. Also, the German suplexes, no bridge, kind of bummed me out. But that mm. spine buster that Apollo ran into looked more like a choke slam. It was so high up. It oh, was, yeah. It was nuts. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, then we get the full Nelson with the body scissors. And uh, Lashley wins. I'm all for this. Afterwards, they did that weird photo filter. Like, it looked like a 90s special effect. They're yeah. like, hey, hey, come here, cameraman. <laughs> so then they went to a filter that showed, like, Polaroids on the screen. Mm-hmm. But they were very clearly screenshots from the broadcast. They weren't photos that they just had the guy take because they weren't even looking at the camera. Alex, <laughs> what is this? Who set that up? How did, how did, why, why just like just screenshots from them? Just like, and it was just a weird, why the filter? Sometimes filters just aren't necessary. This is something you would see on the credits of a 1991 movie. And they're like, look, we use computers on this. Yeah. That is so (laughs) weird, man. I was like, what the heck is this? Uh, Anakin JMT says, Alex, you can curse, just not Sean. They're testing my metal. Oh, fuck. Okay. Jeez, see? (laughs) See, everybody wants you. They said I was allowed. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good point. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. I've got a bunch of stuff dropping this week on Fightful. Got an interview with Matt Cardona dropping Monday. I got like six stories out of that. It is a great interview, one of my favorites. Last week, I interviewed Tonga Loa. And I dropped a new Making a Finisher with Just Incredible talking about That's Incredible. Be sure to check out Alex's YouTube channel as well. Uh, I'm sure. Where where can they find that, by the way? Yes. YouTube.com slash Queen of the Ring Wrestling. I came out with a new video this last week. It's called Wrestling ASMR, where I I do ASMR wrestling. (laughs) It was a nice little surprise at the end, too. So stick around. Fantastic. Biggie defeated Sheamus. This is a sirloin beef sons of bucks match. I can't say the the B word because it's against the rules tonight. <laughs> I like the I like them pushing Biggie. What mm-hmm. I don't like is them trying to be like Biggie the underdog, and I'm like Biggie's three hundred pounds of solid meat. <laughs> I don't want to see him be like. Oh my God, I'm getting beat up so much. No, I want to see him throw people around. I want to see hot tag Biggie suplexing people over his head, dropping them on their dome. But no, it's Sheamus beating up Biggie the entire time. And a good match, a mm-hmm. good match. Like there was that pump knee from Sheamus, the old YOLO dive from Biggie. The finish ruled. Uh, Biggie caught Sheamus on, in the middle of a brogue kick and power bombed him, then hit the big ending. I love the finish. I love the offense. It's just, I don't want to watch Biggie get beat up all the time. But also, what kind of sense does it make to have Big E in this match to prove that he should go for the title? He should have a singles run against Sheamus, who just came back and hasn't really had a title run or or anything. I mean, yes, he's former champion, but that was a very long time ago. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense for it to have, hey, let's prove that Big E could make it into the title scene by having him against Sheamus, someone who hasn't been in the title scene in so many years. That's the one thing that I just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. But 
it was a good match. Sheamus can still pull off a great match with Big E, but I agree with you. To make Big E the underdog, like he could chew anybody up in that roster. It doesn't make any sense. I would like to see him go on a bit of a streak beating former champions. I think that if they they made that a habit, that could be a thing because Miz is a former champion, former former uh, WrestleMania main eventer. So mm-hmm. if I were them, I would have him do that and have him like maybe be on Talking Smack and somebody brings it up or brings up that, oh, yeah, you do need to get more serious. Maybe have Booker T on there. I would love to see Booker T and Big E go at each other like that. And then Big E's like, hey, I beat The Miz. I beat Sheamus. I beat AJ Styles eventually mm-hmm. would be a really good for good one for him to beat. Yeah. And even in anybody else that you can find that's held that title. And he can say, I have competed at that level because I've beaten all these former champions. So I would like to see that, but there's also an 85% chance that we see Sheamus versus Big E again on Friday because that's what they do. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> they love doing that. They love to run that down. But I, they're putting on great matches, so can you really be yeah. disappointed, I guess? Well, I mean, I can be disappointed at their complete lack of creativity, but I mean... Yeah, of course. I, I know that no matter what they give Big E, he's going to make something good out of it because that's... That's been Biggie's career mm-hmm. is being given some stuff that's good, some stuff that's bad, and then him making it good no matter what it is. Well, except for maybe the the time machine thing. That one wasn't for me, but <laughs> Rob Reed said I loved Biggie's big meaty men slapping meat gear. I mean that's his whole deal. That's his you whole deal. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Rob Wilkins says, Shout out to Wild Boy, one of our uh, viewers. Glad to see him in the chat. He's he's had a rough time in the last few months. But uh, Rob asked for predictions for the NXT Championship match. I'll go first. Personally, I think it will come down to Adam Cole and Finn Balor. I think they'll be tied at the end of the match. And then Pat McAfee will cost Adam Cole the match. And Finn Balor will become NXT Champion. That's what I think will happen. Interesting. What do you think? I think I hope that we don't get the final two to be Gargano and Ch- is it Gargano and Champa? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, they're in it too. I I hope that it's not the final two. It would be interesting to see if they are the final two because we've closed that chapter off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Adam Cole, just give it to Adam Cole. <laughs> give it to Adam Cole. He's doing a great job. Tim Traver says, I just lost one of my friends in a car crash. I am very sorry to hear that, Tim. Uh, thank you for all the nice things that you posted about us on social media, though, Tim. We really appreciate that. Uh, Matt Riddle defeated King Corbin. Now, admittedly, I had the volume off during this because I was on Wrestle Luke's stream. Um, but <laughs> I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, King Corbin playing into some of the real-life stuff with Matt Riddle. I don't like them using allegations and accusations and all that stuff in this. I don't uh, like that at all. I don't. I didn't like this match because of that. I'll be honest. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to that match because of that. And I Completely get that a lot of people have the uh, debate where WWE uses real life stuff. For example, the Jeff Hardy situation with him and his rehab and his Addiction problems, I get that. They have used real-life issues in the past to tie in with storylines, but 
this isn't just about Riddle. This is about another woman who is also involved. And they are involving that situation as well with her. And that's just... That that, that just doesn't fly with me. Whether you believe it is a false accusation or not, it is nobody's real place to really say that. But it's... I just... I don't agree. I don't agree. That's all I will say about this match, to be honest. It's tasteless regardless. Like, here's the thing. If it came out as completely baseless and they did it, then it would still be tasteless. You mm-hmm. you don't do it. Don't do it. You just don't do it. You just don't touch it. Just don't do it. Uh, King Corbin slaps on his his traditional half-Nelson cross face every single match. Now, this is where like some things in a match don't make sense. Like I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, I've watched Matt Riddle in UFC fights get out of the most ridiculous submissions. But I'm supposed to believe that Matt Riddle doesn't know how to turn his body into a half Nelson cross face that has never <laughs> submitted anybody. Well, okay. Well, okay. Uh, Corbin hit a nice body slam out of a double wrist lock, though. I thought they had pretty good chemistry, but like you, as soon as I saw that they were playing into this real life stuff, it was hard for me to be like, wow, what a match. Because I, I just, it felt gross. Yeah. Felt gross. Um, I will say this. Corbin sells a liver kick like a million bucks. I know a lot of people don't know the effect, uh, the effectiveness of a liver kick, but especially mm-hmm. in MMA, you you target one side of the body, you hit a liver kick, and it's a delayed reaction and a sustained reaction. You sell mm-hmm. it extensively for, for a long time. And Baron Corbin is much better in the ring than, than anyone thinks, but I even said on WrestleLuke's stream... <laughs> It's like there's no way he's taking the bro Derek from from Matt Riddle, and there's no way this ends, and it didn't. Deep six, bro to sleep, and then Riddle wins with the corkscrew sent on. Did did this happen about the way that you thought? Did you think that Riddle would go over clean? I mean, yes, since they were doing the storyline the way that they did, I didn't I didn't see Riddle not winning. So, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> to be fair. As is tradition, this must continue because you can <laughs> never just have one match and move on. This is turned into the UFC. You got to do every match four or five times. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Until you somehow get it right. And Corbin. Or close a- enough. <laughs> yeah, Corbin attacks Riddle. I'm just like, come on we can't move on i do like that they didn't have their match until like four or five weeks after the feud started and they didn't have tag matches they didn't have this and that i like that they waited till the pay-per-view to have the match mm-hmm. but just have the match and move on yeah one of the things very rare for them to do that to just have the match at the pay-per-view i remember when and i hate to compare aew because there's always these people that say well this was aew <laughs> but i Everybody thought they were going to do Cody and MJF to death. They didn't. MJF mm-hmm. won. They moved on. And now whenever they do it again, people will be like, yeah, I remember that. And they could do that with a lot of people. They have one match. They move on. That's why they got rid of that automatic rematch clause. And then they still give everybody rematches. Yep. <laughs> it upsets me. It upsets me. Anakin JMT says, Queen Alex is a draw over 1K viewers right now. Whoa. Dang. K2KYD Thanks. says, 
Gargano should win. He never really had a proper run. He's one of those guys like Tommy Dreamer. I don't know if he needs a proper run. Yeah. It was more the fight for the title meant more than the actual run. Exactly. So, yeah. He's fine. Uh, It's the end of an era, Alex. The golden role models have lost the women's tag team championships. And I will always remember the pandemic era for the golden role models because they have been the best thing, not just on, on WWE TV, maybe in all of wrestling. How will you look back upon that era? Basically, the performance center era, we'll call it. Like, what do you look back on and say, that's why, that's what kept me watching? It was the role models. They did a fantastic job. They were the only ones really, truly carrying SmackDown, but also Raw and also NXT. It was exciting when they showed up to both. And they were they felt like the only tag champions that legitimately took those titles to all three brands compared to other champions. That match, the tag match tonight, is my favorite match. I would say for me, that was probably match of the night. I completely agree with your assessment about, especially about them taking the title. It seemed like an idea more than a rule before mm-hmm. they won the titles. Yeah. When when they won the titles, they they took it everywhere. To me, those titles are a golden ticket for versatility for WWE. If yep. they want people on different brands, they should not Charlotte it. Charlotte being on NXT, that was fine. She won the Royal Rumble. Let her be on NXT. She's challenging for that title. She didn't need to be on SmackDown. She didn't mm-hmm. need that. If you want her to do that, well, make her tag champions with somebody. That's the golden ticket. And I'm I'm a stickler for the brand split. So when they have a rule that makes sense like this, and not only do they use it, but they use it effectively. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha Banks made all three shows better. I didn't get tired of them. I can't think of one time when I was like, man, I'm really sick of seeing them on all three shows. I looked forward to it. When they were advertised for NXT, I was like, sweet, I get to watch them. Now, granted, we're also talking about two women that are at the very top of their game right now. Sasha Banks goes in there and has killer matches with everybody. Bailey has found herself as a heel. To me... We always made the joke on Fightful. It's like saving it for SummerSlam 5 because every year everybody says, oh, they're saving Sasha and Bayley for SummerSlam. They're saving it. To me, I feel like they should probably just save it for WrestleMania at this point. But maybe, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the H word, maybe heck in a cell. Hell in a Cell, I'll say it for there you. There you go. Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Where, when do you think they should culminate this turn and this feud? Never. Never? Never split? I don't, no, well, that's the thing. Like, I feel, I feel like everyone in the beginning, when they wanted them to split and they wanted them to have their feud, people wanted that magic that they delivered from TakeOver. And yes, when they were in NXT... They were very, very good. They had a very good run. But I feel like now with their characters, they can have a really good feud together. It's just, it's, it just feels so forced for them to fight each other. And at this point, like, yes, they do 
have really good matches with whoever they are they're against, but it's just ah, they just work so much better together. They do. I just think that with their respective roles now, with Bailey finding herself and Sasha uh, rebranding herself from last year, I think they just work better together. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of the, hey, let's have this feud. It's like, yes, we will have this feud. Let's have this feud. I agree. Let's save it for WrestleMania because that is the real WrestleMania match that I want to see. It's Bailey versus Sasha. But well, I thought I, I thought I did a pretty good job spelling it out this week. I thought they should have held on to the tag titles until like October and then lost them. And then what? What I would have had was Bailey start to get overwhelmed defending two titles. Like she's like, I can't handle this. It's too much pressure. Like, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to lose these tag titles. And you see Sasha getting pinned. And Bailey doesn't think that anybody can see that she could help. But they do. And she doesn't help Sasha. Mm. Sasha gets fed up and she challenges. But then she immediately gets drafted to Raw. And you've got a little bit of space there. They could be on opposite teams at Survivor Series, but Bailey completely avoids Sasha, gets herself counted out. When she gets herself counted out, that upsets her entire team of SmackDown wrestlers, so that gives her people to face. Then Sasha wins the Royal Rumble. That Then that gives you a reason to stretch it out that long, can give them like side missions, so to speak. And quite mm-hmm. honestly, at this point, I want to see Bailey hold that title for a solid full year. I think she okay. deserves it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I think she does deserve to hold the title for a while. Um, it was a great finish to the match, though. With mm-hmm. Shayna, oh, man, Ooh, what a great finish. And I- that was such a great way to take those titles off of them, too. Yes. And you also build Shayna up again to be dominant, which is great. I didn't see anyone else taking those titles from Bailey and Sasha because they were doing such a fantastic job. But the way that they finished that was just, oh, okay, yeah, you got it. They should lose the title in that way. <laughs> Anakin JMT says, Sean is the official moderator for your cursing. I'll allow hell in a cell. Okay, that's allowed. Also, because I'm not actually cursing my whiteboard back there, my chalkboard. It's not me saying it. It's not me saying it. It's just back there. Does it say fuck that fuck? Yeah. Buy buy the shirt now. It's it's at it's at Wrestle Talk merch. But also buy the Dong Lord shirt, guys. Shop.fightful.com. Uh so Shayna and Naya defeated the golden role models to become champions. Bailey and Sasha work over Naya's knee. Naya was pretty slow in this match. Like they were everybody else is picking up the slack here. Uh mm-hmm. I can't pretend to know what kind of physical condition Naya is in, but I know that she underwent double ACL surgery and that ain't easy. I can't imagine coming back from that. But Shayna just got on fire. She did the the gut wrench buster that I love. Sasha went all Billy Kidman on a powerbomb and and face bustered it. But as you mentioned, that finish, the Kirafuda clutch on Bailey, leg lock on Sasha, masterful Alex. Mm -hmm. Really good. I think they repolished Shayna with that finish. A little weird how Nia was celebrating after with that post interview it's it's but it definitely like i'm intrigued to see how that's going to work out now that they are a team and they're champions but i also i want to see them do 
what Sasha and Bailey were doing, going to SmackDown, going to NXT, and it would be very interesting to see Shayna go to NXT with those tag titles. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea the plans for anybody. I mean, I know that Marina and Jessamine had two pretty good showings in Raw Underground, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Vince didn't even watch them. Cut them from the show. Cut them, Titus, Riddick Moss, and the, the Dolph Ziggler, Ivar stuff. Cut it without even watching it. So, I don't know if they're going to be associated with Shayna at all. And like you mm-hmm. said, they've got the golden ticket now. Yep. I wouldn't mind seeing them pop back up on uh, NXT TV, but it's good. I mean, it's weird to imagine anybody else having the ability to go to different shows with those titles now. Because mm-hmm. we've seen Sasha so long. Anakin says, commentary thought Sasha broke Nia, Nia's nose, and I thought, that's payback for Becky. <laughs> Fun, fun with puns. Oh man! (laughs) Sam Legrette says, "Naya he, Naya who, Naya ha, Naya ha ha." Ah, okay, I get it. I get it. That's great. That's well played. Well played. And Aaron Entertainment said, "Sasha, no belts." Man, it's a sad situation, right? Damn. Sad situation. I'll tell you guys what's not a sad situation. I know a lot of you are watching live here for the first time. We go live after Raw, after SmackDown, after AEW, NXT, and every pay-per-view. And if you like MMA, subscribe to YouTube.com slash FightfulMMA or check out FightfulMMA.com. We've hired Shaquille Majuri, who has taken over. Got a lot of great pros picks videos. He's got an interview coming up with Vitor Belfort. Just breaking all kinds of news over there, giving you lots of exclusives. Uh, He is... Just done way more with that MMA side than I possibly could have. So we're glad to bring him on. And also, uh, I want to send a special thanks to my new staff. Uh, Jeremy Lambert, Carlos Toro, Robert DeFelice, David Tease, who over the last like three, four weeks, this is second only to like WrestleMania 2018 season, the busiest stretch we've ever had. So big thank you to them. You can see Jeremy all over this channel. Carlos is going to be one of the biggest boxing writers in the world. Robert does a lot of great stuff for us as well. Uh, So make sure you guys support them as well. Often a thankless job, the news writing, and they do it to a great degree. Uh, If you want to support Fightful.com, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's where I break news every single day. I'm posting exclusive news. We have six or seven additional shows there. I review AEW and NXT over there. Alex Pawlowski reviews Raw and SmackDown. I do a Q&A every single week. You can ask anything. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That you want. And I do a show called The Backstage Report where I have about 20, 25 minutes of exclusive news that you'll only hear at Fightful. Plus, we got the Weekender Podcast, which covers your 205, Impact, Ring of Honor, all that stuff that you hit me up and you say, why, why don't you cover this? Why don't you cover this on YouTube? And I'm like, you know what? Steven Jensen does it. He's going around covering MLW and GCW. Put some respect on his name. 
while we're plugging stuff, also, uh, Alex has a pretty good channel too. Just a, just a channel, just a channel compared to your whole laundry list of, Hey, Hey, and I'm starting a gaming site soon. Wow. Amazing. Keith Lee. They put some respect on Keith Lee's name. Oh my goodness. It doesn't going get... over clean as a whistle in yeah. five minutes, like five, five and a half minutes. Oh my goodness! The only thing I would have changed, they should not have had a match at all Monday. I would have had yeah. Keith Lee challenge Orton and Orton say okay, and then pretend like he was going to, and then dip out of the ring because that would have made Orton look like Lee intimidated him. And then afterwards, I would have Orton say, you know what, I'll face him when I'm prepared, let's do Sunday. Because to me, you're building up and you're saying, oh God, you all get to see Keith Lee, but you got to do it on the WWE Network. He's that mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. But this? Jeez. Are, oh, by the way, are you investing in any hedge funds anytime soon with JBL? Am I investing yeah. in Yeah, he any said it's just a million funds? dollar buy-in. I know you no. got it like that. Me? Yeah, million dollars. No, no, no. I live in New York. I don't have it like that. (laughs) Come come on. Come on. You got to have a million dollars just to pay rent in New York. (laughs) I'm struggling. (laughs) Dang. So JBL approaches Keith Lee about a hedge fund. (laughs) That is a legit thing. He does. And he says, it's a million dollar buy-in. Keith Lee goes, ah, I don't have those kind of resources. And JBL says, you win tonight. You will one day. And I'm like, all right. That's a weird endorsement, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Really, Orton hit a draping DDT and slapped on a chin lock, but it was Keith Lee all the way. Pounced Orton, hit what we call the sing bomb onto the table, and then won with his finish in the middle of the ring, Alex. I was in disbelief. It's, what do you? What else can you say? What else can you say? It doesn't get any bigger. Born, truly, just truly, it's what a way. And that's the thing is like Keith Lee, fantastic in Survivor Series, right? Truly, a, a star was purely born on the main roster of Survivor Series, Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar, absolutely amazing. And then for his first official main roster pay per view. He goes against Randy Orton. Already a big deal. But then he wins in the way that he does. Yes. In like five minutes. Amazing. Can we stop talking crap about, or I can say it. Can we stop talking shit about his ring gear? Can we stop <laughs> talking shit about the theme song? The I think the ring sucks. Theme, the the <laughs> theme sucks. sucks. The theme sucks. Of course it does. But the man is still amazing yes. in the ring. Fantastic. And the ring gear is not that bad. Yeah, I miss looking at his chest too, but it's still good. (laughs) I would expect to see some more changes to his gear in the coming weeks. I'll say that. Based on things that I've heard, I would expect to see some more changes to that gear. Um, A lot of, and I've mentioned uh, on Fightful Select why they changed the music. WWE does not want uh, their wrestlers using CFO's music. They have a much different deal with CFOs and their publisher than they did with Jim Johnston or whoever they got to butcher these new themes. I don't know who they got, but 
I had one person in the music industry say the reason the themes are so bad is because nobody worth anything would sign the kind of deal they want to be signed unless you were just a complete like mark for WWE stuff. Hate that term, but that's really the only reason. And I'm sure there are some musicians out there that look at it and they go, hey, you know what? I could get a steady paycheck just making WWE music. I'm sure you could find a lot worse gigs to get in this world. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, there are reasons for that. And one of CFOs even got completely out of music, from what I understand. They split. So they're not even doing music anymore. Brian Doyle says, Randy has been the top heel in wrestling this year. I agree. MJF has not been easy to beat as the top heel. And I think that Randy Orton's done it. I think Randy Orton is one of the best characters in wrestling this year, Alex. Agreed. Agreed. Did you ever did you ever see this kind of run in him again? Because there were times when I was like, man, throw him in a tag team, because what more can he do? And then this happens, and I'm, I'm really surprised. I saw him doing this again. But he still has that little sure. spark, you know? He still has it. It's just now he is in that veteran position of just putting people over. Like, yes, he can have another title run. And he's even said it himself where he wants to have uh, go – tie with Ric Flair was that did he yeah. say that recently yeah he said he wanted to tie Ric Flair and John Cena who has that record too yeah I could see him doing that again uh keeping the title for a for a long time uh maybe he doesn't really have that in him but he's good he's been a fantastic heel this far and I, I agree MJF's doing a good job but I yeah. think Randy Orton's giving him a run for his money and that's a good that's a good thing that we can debate that there's at least one person in each company that's just killing it. And Bailey's rocking it too. Yeah. Bailey's doing awesome. Bailey. The thing is, like I, I feel like MJF and Orton might be better heels than her, but I think Bailey might be the MVP of WWE during this COVID period. Like she is because she's done it across every brand and she's mm-hmm. done it in the tag division and the singles division. It it's so cool when you look at that. Uh, throwback 27, he has some curse words, so I'm just going to read him saying, Awesome seeing you both. It's wicked. <laughs> and uh, Brad Fetzer says, Hi, Sean and Alex. Oh, hi. Hi. Hello. And Throwback says, Lee winning clean is amazing. Two of the hottest talent meeting and showing why they're good. This is an instant where someone can lose and still win. That's the thing. Orton mm-hmm. doesn't really lose anything by losing this. Yeah. He's Randy Orton. Exactly. There's not much to lose when you're just Randy Orton. There's I mean, not. Cody against Mr. Brody Lee. He mm-hmm. put over Brody Lee definitively. He ate the L. I, I love it. Randy Savage used to say, win him in the ring, lose him in the ring. Don't need the interference. Don't need the count out. Don't need all that. Win him in the ring, lose him in the ring. And I think he ended up okay. I think he ended up okay. Who, who was that? Who? Yeah. Who? Well, well, Alex, you know who also ends up okay? Oh, what? People's who? penis when they use BlueChew.com. Oh, my goodness. Your penis will be more than just okay. It will be rock hard. How, you ask? Well, that's because BlueChew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work a lot faster. Because it's a chewable. It gets in your system much quicker. So it'll be ready whenever you are. Or if you're not ready, Blue Chew gets it done for you. Did you have a rough go of it last time? Couldn't get it up? Get ready for some payback. 
but it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Not when you use that code Fightful. You get your first shipment free. You won't have to pay anybody back. The mailman, five bucks, that's it. You know how the mailman does things. Mailmen around here, they, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're, they'll bring it to your back door. They'll handle with care. They've got that special delivery for you. But it comes discreetly. A lot more discreetly than you will come when you use BlueChew.com code Fightful. It's prescribed online by affiliated physicians shipped straight to your door. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor. Isn't that handy, Alex? In the world that we live in right now, you don't want to just go to the doctor or go to the pharmacy just to be doing it. You're not loitering there like you're Jay and Silent Bob outside of a convenience store. Like, who's going to hang out there? You want to be around those doctor's office with all those pillbillies? I don't think so. Go Go home. Go home. Wait for your delivery from the mailman. And hey, maybe even ask the mailman for a couple of tricks if you know what I'm saying. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Let them know that you heard about them from us. Let them know that you heard about the concept of an erect penis from Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful. Tell them that I sent you. And then after you use it, I want you to look your lover, whether it be man, woman, in the eye and say, the dong Lord sent me. I want you all to do that. Thank you. <laughs> you have anything to add to that? Uh, nope. <laughs> we have plenty of super chats uh, rolling no. <laughs> in. Anakin JMT says, Alex, how you doing after that segue? Great. <laughs> Singer Vampire says, mandatory blue chew appreciation super chat. You know, we've hit a unique area in which... People pay to send us super chats about our paid sponsors. And for that, I appreciate all of you pushing us a little bit more towards, uh, a little bit more towards profitability. James Griffin said, Oh boy, geez. Have you seen the R. Kelly interview with Gail King? Would you like to see something like that in WWE? I think that would be pretty entertaining. I have no interest in hearing anything that R. Kelly has to say, sing, or do at this point. Um, I, I have, for fear of me cursing, I don't want to talk anymore about R. Kelly. I don't, but I will see what you're talking about. The Gail King thing. I'll find out. Sonny B from low key famous says happy birthday. SRS. Thank you. Said Vince gave you a birthday present tonight with Roman winning and keeping that shield music. Boy, will we get to it. Oh, (laughs) boy, will we get to it. We sure will. But while you're here, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, and of course, visit Fightful.com for all your wrestling news. Dominic and Rey Mysterio defeated Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. This is pretty good stuff. It was a good match. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know if I needed to see it again. Again. Yep. Again. Did not need to see it. But boy, is it cute to see a father-son just doing it, huh? The, yeah. the ring. Wrestle. Wrestle. Wild Boy informs me that that's the old interview. Okay, then yes, I I do I am familiar with that Gail King interview. Uh, but Dominic, he played a variety of roles here. He played the babyface in peril to tag mm-hmm. his dad. Mm-hmm. He played the guy that gets the tag as well. He sold really well. Uh, but really, this was 
I thought this was more about Ray and Rollins than it was Dominic tonight. Uh, he hit a great tornado DDT. Murphy accidentally kicked Seth. 619 on Murphy. I, I do love that Dominic helped Ray do the sunset flip bomb on Rollins mm-hmm. outside the ring. Yeah. And Dominic <laughs> won with the frog splash. What stood out to you? How'd you feel about this match? How'd you feel about Dominic and Ray winning? And we got Ray and Rollins again tomorrow. <laughs> um, this, this, a good match, you know, can't really complain about this match. Again, like we've been saying over and over again, seeing this match between Ray and Seth, like, again, over and over yeah. and over again, and we're going to see it tomorrow night. We might even see it next week. Who knows? Probably will. We will. We know that we will. Yeah. Uh, but it's... what I just don't understand what more is there to give with this feud, other than possibly just, like, bringing up Dominic, which they're doing a fantastic job. He's very, very good, but... What, what, what else are we doing? You know, it's a good a good match, a good finish with them winning, but I, I want something different. Yeah, I, I mean, they they did this. Dominic and Rollins had three matches in in a week. Mm-hmm. In a week, I'm ready to move on. It was good. It was fine, but I'm ready to move on, and we did move on. Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman, defeated Braun Strowman and The Fiend to win the title. The Fiend has a one-week title reign, which makes you wonder, why? Um, what, are your, what are your theories on why, why The Fiend won this title for a week? Uh, maybe to make people happy again because he lost it to Goldberg. I mean, he lost it to Goldberg. Goldberg had it. They were going to set up Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for WrestleMania. They did not have that at WrestleMania. Maybe they were supposed to set up The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania to begin with, and they were trying to make that up. I have no idea. They're making... The Fiend is the best character that has come about in so long on the main roster, and they're just not taking very good care of him. He's weak, but it is exciting to see Roman come back the way yes. that he did, especially with Paul Heyman. If you were to say that a year ago, that Roman Reigns would win the United, the Universal Champion with Paul Heyman on his side, yes. mind's blown. You would not believe it. You would that's not believe it. Exactly. Um, that's exciting. It's. It's interesting because it's like Roman Reigns is, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer with working with Paul Heyman. So that's exciting that he's teaming up with him in the way that they did. You know, the Fiend comes out, Braun Strowman attacks the Fiend. They have their match. The ring breaks. Yeah, there's there's a lot that builds up (laughs) to that. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. Um, But I, I think I think maybe it was just to. Make the fiend look somewhat strong again before the match, and then have him come in. But my wife watches these shows with me, these pay per views, and she was with me in Toronto the first time the fiend had an entrance. And tonight, we're talking a year later. She's like, "Man, he was so cool, and they could have made him so cool." When that happened, she was like, "Man, I, I want to see like a fiend origin story, like a WWE movie type of thing." And now it's just like, oh, well, there he is. Because they've done him such a disservice, even being... He should just now be in the title scene. 
He should mm-hmm. not have been in there last fall and all that because he just keeps getting beaten. He didn't get beat tonight, but he came out first. Strowman showed up, beat him up, big power slam, kick out. We got a sister Abigail. I do think that this pace played into the strengths of The Fiend and Braun Strowman. You don't wait. It's the Goldberg method. You hit your big stuff right out of the gate because people people aren't like, ah, let's slap it on there. Let's do an arm ring or let's do a headlock. Sometimes, Alex, fights just happen. Fights just go down. The big stuff, you're slugging it out right out of the gate. Fiend put uh, Strowman through a table. The only thing that was interesting, not interesting, the only thing that was interesting, but a question mark for me, they kept showing Alexa Bliss watching backstage sideways, by the way. She was like. Because <laughs> everyone watches TV like that. <laughs> yes. Man. Um, Possibly playing up her being Sister Abigail. What? People want a real Sister Abigail. They do. Uh, and I want it so uh, so I can stop getting tweets from that. That lady who tried to trademark it after WWE brought it up kept trying. To, she tried to trademark it, and she's like upset that WWE would would battle such a thing. Of course, they're going to battle such a thing. They created it. Of course, they will. So I, I'd be happy because I won't have to see that ever again. But <laughs> Strowman gets hit with a mallet in the stairs. Fiend does the old Steven Seagal special, breaks his neck. Fiend gets knocked off the stage. They do a ring break spot like you mentioned. So I think that you probably could tell, much like I could, Reigns is going to come out and win this match. Yeah. I mean, it was predictable, but I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. Predictable isn't bad. Yeah. I think predictable is bad. It's not always bad. I think people, a lot of people think that it is. But yeah, I, I saw Roman coming in and winning it. But in the way that he did... Just not signing the contract, then coming out with Paul Heyman, with the contract, the ring implodes, and he's just like, yep, I'm in this now. Sure. And he wins. It was great. What was your reaction? I don't know when you watched SmackDown, but what was your reaction when you found out that Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman were in cahoots, as they say? I That was the one thing that made me want to watch Payback. Yeah. That's that that sold me. That sold me to see them just the image to see them sit together and smile together was like, whoa, what am I missing? I guess I'm tuning in this Sunday. Those are that's that flash of WWE brilliance where they're like, man, they can sell you on a pay-per-view on the go home segment of the go home show, Mm -hmm. just like they always used to on me. They always just sell me on that very last thing that I saw before the pay-per-view and they did it this week. I, I was like, man, they're really just dragging this out to get Roman to sign the deal. Then they pan over to Heyman, and ever since then, I was looking forward to watching this match on this show on this night. That is that is impressive. Uh, what isn't impressive is Roman Reigns coming out to the same music, the same Titantron, with that dumb dog logo. Because now, anytime I think of that dog logo, I think of the Baron Corbin dog food spot. Yeah, I do too. Oh. This was do the opportunity think, to separate him from the shield. You think they should change that? Yes, for sure. And especially when they mm-hmm. don't have a live crowd there. Right now, they can condition people. 
They could mm-hmm. without without sacrificing that live reaction because they're controlling the live reaction right now. This is right. completely new for him. I'd go at least altered gear. The dude is jacked. The yeah. dude is yoked. <laughs> he doesn't need to be out there in the old D'Lo Brown outfit and doing like coming out to the Shields music with the dog Titantron. By the way, those Titantrons have gotten so lazy, yeah. but. He won the match. He got he got uh, a mandible claw put on him, and he kicked Fiend in the nutsack. But he speared Strowman. I loved him signing the contract on the ramp. That was mm-hmm. so cool. That was cool. I think that they. Sh- I don't know. It, yeah, but when I think about that theme song, I just see the 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 shield. I just think of the shield. But I listen. I'm not a Roman Reigns fan at all. But it's pretty damn cool that he came out with Paul Heyman. And that, to me, is just like, you know what? You're doing whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Put the put the theme on mute if you have to. But you yeah. coming out with Paul Heyman has really just made it up for me. Welcome back, big dog. Please go to another dentist because I don't know what's going on with those teeth. You look oh. like Ross from Friends. It looks like it's going to glow in the dark. Oh, <laughs> man. So we got some super chats to wrap this up. Anakin says he did wear a t-shirt, but not the vest. But that wasn't enough of the change. I like the new shirt. I think it's it's an all right shirt by WWE standards. It's probably got something on the back of it, knowing WWE. But uh, Benny Boy 004 says should have had Otis backstage last week without his case. Then Roman cashes in last week during the main event. I I would not mind if Roman just bullied that briefcase away from Otis at some point. I completely forgot he had the briefcase. Yeah. Isn't that... Because they don't push him. Yeah. Queen Hannah says, Much less direction in Thunderdome tonight, asking what we thought of people and just telling us to cheer when coming back to the crowd from backstage. That's good. They got they got some, some frustrated people that I saw. And I, I don't like the idea of, Cheer this person. Boo this person. Because ultimately, what's it matter? They're not playing the audio from Thunderdome anyway. Exactly. Anakin JMT says, Sean, DM your address so I can send those cookies. That's right. I earned them. Uh, this is this is my birthday week. It's my wife's birthday week and our anniversary. People, like, give us sweets. I was I was getting back on the bike. I was working out again, and you guys are ruining it, and I, I'm here for it. <laughs> J.K. Schwal asked me to explain the no-holds-barred step. It's already a no DQ since triple threat. Did it add anything to the match? Not a thing. No. Not a thing. I would love WWE to tell me the difference between a street fight, hardcore match, falls count anywhere match, no holds barred, all that stuff. Because I know the difference, but they need to clarify a little bit. It's it's like they they clickbait their stipulations. You know? Yeah. They really do. They do. Rob Reed says, I knew as soon as I saw Braun and Bray go to the top rope and noticed there were no LED boards on the posts, it was going to be a ring collapse. That is a a telltale sign. Uh, That's a dead giveaway usually. And Rafael Garcia says, Charles Robinson is the best bump-taking ref (laughs) ever. Man, and he's like 20 years removed from his, like, he's 56 years old, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he fell backwards, too. I hope he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Leonza Duncan says, I think Bray winning the Rumble uh, to properly have them do a Mania match for the Universal title is a good idea. I don't know if 
Bray or The Fiend should main event WrestleMania. Um, I do think that The Fiend should probably continue the WrestleMania tradition of Firefly Funhouse because that was that was headline stuff. Yeah. Queen Hannah asked me to have you back on more. Okay, we will. (laughs) We will. Yay! Now, Anakin JMT says, at least that ugly ugly Fiend belt didn't return. Were you disappointed not to see the, the Fiend belt? Yes, I was. I like the Fiend belt. Really? Yeah. Why? I love it. Because it just, it fits into, when I think of the Fiend, I think of it, it's like he lives in his own world, sure. right? He lives in this Firefly Funhouse world. And so when he is the champion... I think it just makes sense for him to have that belt. Is it ugly as hell? Yes. Yeah, super ugly. Of course it is. But it's amazing. It's so great. It fits him. It fits him so well. I love The Fiend. I'm a huge fan of The Fiend. We get a super chat that says, Bray can't win. Ever since his match with Seth, his burial began. After tonight, his burial is complete. Thank you, WWE, for nothing. That Burial does not mean what you think it means. I appreciate the super chat, but got to set that straight. Two or three championship yeah. wins and uh, a WrestleMania match with John Cena that everybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. That ain't that ain't a burial. If if so, bury yeah, bury him with his money because he's making plenty of it right now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? About about Bray he, being buried. Buried. Well, buried. agreed. I don't think that he's really buried. Um. I don't think he's buried. He's buried. That's just fun to say. Um, it's, I think they just probably just don't know what to do with him. And it's also, maybe they just don't know what to do with anybody because they don't really have any crowd reactions. So it's just like, what do we do? We don't know what's, what's good and what's bad, really. Uh, but to say that he's buried, no, he's not. He's not. Disagree. Rob Wilkins says, happy birthday as a gift. You get one free month of my OnlyFans. Uh, Rob, I think you're the only Fightful mod that doesn't have an OnlyFans. So uh, I encourage everybody to subscribe to <laughs> one of the wonderful mods like Hannah or Jesse or or Issa that, that actually do. Uh, the Dallas Fan1982 says, building new stars, my bootios. Call them up and bury them. Let Bray create something awesome and bury him. WWE equals bury all good things. Well, Keith Lee looks all right right now. He's looking okay. Throwback 27, check out his show every Tuesday on YouTube. He says, Roman is Batman to Fiend's Joker. Alexa in the mix as Harley Quinn. But with this comic reference, what does that make Braun? Bane? This is awesome. That's a pretty fair comparison. Mm, Yeah. Did you know the guy that played Bane in like the 1997 movie used to be a wrestler? Yes, I did know that. Yeah. Jeep Swenson. <laughs> Sean Murray's... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, I would probably say Braun is the killer croc. That's a good one. He did uh, drown in a swamp. Yep. Sean Murray <laughs> says, give Roman new music. I wish, buddy. <laughs> Faustino Vargas says, I missed the main event. What did you think? Just rewind a little bit, buddy. But uh, I thought it was a match that was paced appropriately for the ingredients involved, and Roman Reigns should have won. He should have won. Brady brings up what I think is a good idea. Heel Roman versus Big E for the title or too soon? Happy birthday, Sean. I think that's the direction they should go eventually, Alex. Yep. Yep. When? Survivor Series? Maybe. Uh... Maybe. Um, I wouldn't mind if 
Big E keeps winning, and Roman just kind of dismisses him backstage, like, yeah, you've been a prelim guy, you've been a tag guy forever, I'm not giving you a shot, you haven't earned it, then Big E wins the Rumble, maybe, but I don't have confidence that they can stretch that out that long, but... (laughs) You never know. How how do you think they should go about it? Or when do you think they should have it? Survivor Series seems fair. It seems like I say Survivor Series because I know that they're not going to stretch it out that long. Or at least they're not going to do a good job stretching it out that long. But Big E winning the Royal Rumble, I would love to see that. And the thing is, like a lot of people think that you got to have some big, long reign for it to be some momentous change. When Shawn Michaels beat Bret Hart for the title, Bret had had it for four months. Yeah. Uh, when Austin won the title from Shawn Michaels, Shawn had had it for four months. Like, a lot of these iconic changes weren't as, like, off of these big long reigns. It's a matter of who gets it and who they get it from and when they get it. Uh, Anakin says, Alex, the Killer Croc comparison is why I love her. Oh, thanks. <laughs> DJ Cass says, you got to give it to WWE so far. They have not tipped their hands with reigns, not one bit. He hasn't cut one promo since being back, clearly. I think they, they've pretty well played to his strengths on the microphone since the Undertaker match. Since he came out, listened to people boo for 10 minutes, said, this is my yard, and he left. There haven't been a lot of monologues since then, Alex. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of suckering succotize or whatever <laughs> since then. And then we get the big super chat from Patel Ron 6 who offered a, a, a hefty donation if I didn't curse, and I didn't do it. He says, happy birthday, SRS. You did well in maintaining your professionalism without cursing. I think your wife would be proud you didn't curse on one show. Fightful Select <laughs> is great. Now, hey, I have told my wife that she needs to lower or slow down the cursing because she teaches children. But she did say, all I want for my birthday this week is for you not to c- curse tonight. So... Uh, big thank you to Patel Ron Six. Please subscribe to Fightful Select. It is FightfulSelect.com. When I say every day I have exclusive news up there, I mean every day. We have like a piece of Fightful <laughs> Select exclusive news and a podcast every day. Check that out. That is uh, the most direct way to support us. But you can also clickety-clack that like. You can subscribe. You can tap that bell. But Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Tell them what you do here. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I'm just like a, a, a wrestling personality on the internet making fun things. That's all I am, really. But you can find me on Instagram at underscore Queen of the Ring. You can find me on Twitter at Queen of the Ring with two G's. Also, you can subscribe to my channel, youtube.com slash Queen of the Ring Wrestling. Sorry, there's so many names. It gets confusing (laughs) sometimes. I came out with a new video last week called Wrestling ASMR. It's a funny, silly little video that we all just need to chuckle. You know, that's what I'm here for. We appreciate you being on here. I've had a blast with you on Quizzlemania in the past, and people have been saying, hey, you need to get Alex on. And I said, you know what? You're right. We were on uh, Kayla's stream a while back, too. The Sheenoms on Twitch. Shout out to her. That was a blast. Yes, shout out to her. I have a a show with her every Sunday called Church Church of Joshi. Joshi. Yes. Love it. We're doing a great job of that. And I do have to say, like, everyone always wants us to be together because we had that iconic showdown 
with yes. the uh, WrestleMania. Locations. Oh, that was that everyone was, brings that up. <laughs> so honestly, I thought Quizzlemania would be a lot harder than it was when I faced you. I, after that, I was like, man, this is going to be hard every time. It's really not been hard at all since then. It's it not been difficult really <laughs> whatsoever. Nobody has had me sweat like you had me sweat in that round. And yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll bid you guys adieu on this super chat. It won't stay up. You should probably use Bluetooth then, buddy. He says, first, this has to be the most watched live view show ever. Secondly, are you ready for Michael Cole's big dog again? That Charles Robinson oversell. I am not excited for the big dog call and um the uh habib Nurmagomedov conor mcgregor post fight after they had the brawl in the ring was the most watched thing we ever did i think we had like four thousand people watching that live it was insane but (laughs) guys thank you all so much you see her you see alex's uh twitter handle on screen follow her support her share her stuff and join us here again monday night we're out This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.